day 10. Yeah, Genesis 37 through 40, day 10. All right, so we start off with Joseph, right? So Genesis 37 through 50 is mainly about the life and times of Joseph. Joseph is the last main character in the book of Genesis. And so Genesis 37 starts off with um, just this central truth that even though God seems silent, yeah. his hands are all over our story. That's it. Right? So every time in the Bible, when God seems silent, yep. he's most at work. Yeah. God is never actually silent, right? God is yeah. invisible, so we don't see him, but just because we don't see him, it doesn't mean that he's not there, right? God's activity is not determined by our visibility, right? We don't yeah. see what God does. But God is a master chess player, always working things out for the good. Yep. Yep. So Genesis 37 starts off and says that Joseph is one of uh, Jacob's youngest son, and he is his favorite son, mm. right? Because he was born to him in his old age to his favorite lady. There we go. Rachel. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and so Joseph is uh, Jacob's favorite son, and he has this dream where basically the dream essentially says that his brothers were bowed down to him, mm. right? And so his brothers are jealous of Jacob. They hot. I mean, of Joseph. They hot, yeah. They, they jealous <laughs> of him, right? And so they jealous of him. Now, in the ancient world, we got to remember, though, that he has this dream. And in the ancient world, when you had dreams, God usually spoke to people in dreams. Right, right, right. right? And so when his brothers find out that he has this dream and he tells them about it, they, they don't write him off. Why? Because this is how things usually go, right? right. And we see this even throughout the Bible with Daniel mm. And with Pharaoh later on in Genesis. So they don't write him off. They know that this is possibly true. So they get jealous and they try to thwart God's plan. Right. right? And we know that throughout scripture, anytime somebody tries to annihilate God's plan, all they can do is advance yeah. it. Satan right? can't win. Satan can't win. Satan we said that win. day one. Yeah. Yeah. Day one. So boom, they get Joseph. Uh, Joseph uh, is told by his father to go check on his brothers in Sheshem because they're shepherding flocks in Sheshem. Yeah. Right, so Joseph goes to check on his brothers. He's looking for them. Then, ironically, in the middle of the text, it says that um, Joseph is found in a field, and he asks the men. He, a man asks him, "What is he looking for?" Joseph says, "Yo, I'm looking for my brothers." Right, right. And uh, he tells him that his brothers went down to Dothan. Right, crazy little detail. Joseph goes down to Dothan. He finds his brothers. His brothers get jealous again. They throw him in a pit to die. Right, right. And as John said before, uh, they don't just try to leave him for dead. They don't just try to kill him. They try to make a killing off right. of him, right? Yeah. And so the Ishmaelite, the Ishmaelites come by and the Midianites come by and they sell him into slavery for 20 pieces of silver. Really quick, the providence of God here, John. Yep. Check this out. So Joseph has this little uh, interlude, right, right, with this guy. Yep. And he arrives at the perfect time right. to meet his brothers mm. and be thrown into this pit. Right. And as soon as he's thrown into the pit, ironically, at the right time, the Egyptians pass by. That's what I'm saying. It's and so and so if he had came any minute earlier, my G, he would have been dead. Went to Egypt, right? He would have been and dead. And so God is all over this story. He's setting something up. But I'm gonna let you. Yeah, know. no, 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 no. That's it. Like uh, one of the things that y'all are gonna get that you would miss out on if you read one chapter a day or a few verses per, uh, per day is that all of this is one story and you only really yeah. get it if you digest it at one time it would be like trying to watch a movie five minutes at a time like you're just not gonna get the whole thing 
So had any of these details uh, uh, been lost, mm-hmm. yeah, Joseph would have been dead. Yep. So his brothers sell him into slavery. They go back and tell his dad. His dad is grieving his favorite son. So many connections with Joseph and Christ, uh, but we're going to save that. We're going to save that to it gets crazy. the end. Yeah. Genesis 38. What happens in Genesis 38, All right. John? So Genesis 38 and 39, we can juxtapose those, right? It's, it's yeah. good to read both of those. So what we have is Judah, who is the person that Jesus Christ is actually going to come through, who is also the one whose idea it was to sell his brother into slavery instead of trying to kill him. In 38, what we see is him... Uh, being unfaithful, right? So we see uh, sexual impropriety go on, on, on with him and his daughter-in-law to the point where she has to call him out on the wrong that he did. So he does this wrong to her. But then in Genesis 39, do you know what we see? Joseph is tempted to sin with his master's wife. And notice what he doesn't say. He doesn't say, yo, Potiphar's wife, yo, yo, I can't get with you because if I do this, I'm going to be in trouble, Miss Potiphar, right? What he says is, yo, how could I do this thing and sin against God? Which is just something that we have to grasp, right? All sin is always sin done against God first and foremost. So what we get is this. In 39, Joseph is obedient, does what God calls him to do, and do you know what he gets for all his obedience? Jail, fam. So what you have is somebody disobedient in sin, Judah, who just sold his brother, uh, and then he has this instance of impropriety with his daughter-in-law where he takes advantage of her, and at the end of the day, it seems like things work out fine for him. Joseph is obedient and he's doing the right thing. And do you know what he gets for doing the right thing? He, he gets to sit at the bottom of a prison cell. Um, yeah. So yeah, just a little like, we've got to step back and just be reminded that y'all, we have to remember obedience to God is its own reward. Circumstances, how things pan out are not the determiner of if we did the right thing uh, or not. God eventually rewards faithfulness. You got to be confident as you obey him, even if things don't look like, uh, uh, yeah, like they're right right now. Know that, yeah, God is still pleased. Yo, Genesis 39 continually says, but the Lord was with, with him Joseph and extended kindness to him. And so it's just like, yo, just because things may be going <laughs> bad don't mean you did something. <laughs> right, right, yeah. He suffered for righteousness' yeah. sake. He suffered. He did what was right, and he suffered. That's... As a Christian, the Bible tells us that when we live right, when we live right before God, we will suffer, right? right? And integrity, like you said, gets his due on the back Right, end, yep, right? yep. And so, yeah, Genesis 40 comes. At the end of Genesis 39, he gets thrown in prison because Potiphar's wife frames my man. Right. Just straight lies on him. Joseph get thrown, gets thrown in prison, ain't did nothing wrong, right? right? Genesis, Genesis 40 comes, he's locked up with some cats yep. that was with Pharaoh, yep. right? The cupbearer, right? And the uh, Joseph's in jail with the cupbearer and the baker. He interprets, interprets their dreams. He says, yo, when y'all get out- <laughs> Don't forget, look out for me. 
Look out for me, my G. <laughs> look out. Get, look out for me when you get out. And at the end of Genesis 40, it says that they forgot. They forgot. Like, he was forgotten. Yeah. And so it's just crazy that, man, like, like you said, bro, like just because, you know, um, which results in Joseph being there for two more years. Dog, we've been watching The Wire. And uh, jail ain't where you want to be, dog. Jail's, like, jail's not. It's not where you want to be. <laughs> right. But um, Joseph is suffering for righteousness sake. Yeah. Um, because he is integral and he follows and trusts God. And the Lord, it says, is still with him. And so, man, it may feel like we're in the valley. It may feel like we are in the toughest grip of affliction. Right. But God is with us. That's in the right. valley, yep. in affliction as well. Yep. The same God that when the earth was formless and void and yep. darkness mm. hovered over the face of the deep, the spirit of God was right there. That same God stays with us in the midst of chaos. And we see that in the life of Joseph. Amen. So yeah. Good.